0: Now what are you eating, Tony?
1: Uh, this is flan. Yeah, this it's flan.
0: Flan. Yeah. Now, did you fly to Cerritos in Southern California to get that flan?
2: I would love to. Yeah. Oh no, I did not. It, I did not. It, yeah. That's I did. how much coal
3: I- Tony has.
0: They they went. Wait, what's the name of the place? Amori Tacos. Amori Tacos flew over and made homemade flan for Tony.
2: John and I. You know, <laughs> stop for a second. Steve has a good idea, Tony. We should. Find some, some contactless mm. way to deliver flan to people. Mm. I
0: like Fluber. That. I like that. <laughs> Fluber. <laughs> like,
1: Wait, you know, on my birthday instead of a cake, like we just we flan. go to Newport, Rhode Island. It's like I want flan.
0: You could do like like an Uber. It's like Fluber Flift. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's it sounds That sounds kind of gross. mates.
1: You, you know, next month we're going to see that on Urban
0: Dictionary, you what know what I mean? Yeah, that, the FLIFT. That sounds really weird.
1: I won't yeah. even bother to tell you what the FLIFT Act is, but. The FLIFT
0: Act of 2020. Well, look, look there's look,
1: Remember, kids kids see this. Kids see this.
0: Yeah, but there's crazy as shit. It's FLIFT. It's, it's flan delivery.
1: Oh, yeah, that, okay, sure, that's,
0: that's what, what it we're is. At. Yeah, you can yeah. stick to that. It's flan, flan, flan Custom so, Delivery.
1: So we had the guys from Mike Lowe, Custom
0: Guitar Works, on today. Holy, what incredible, incredible people, man. This is episode 13, guys.
2: Episode Ooh. 13, we're officially
1: Awkward Teenagers. We and let's are, talk right. about our sponsors as well, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah, what do you want to talk about first, since we have this so thought out? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you guys, you, you can tell that we're really
0: prepared, well, right? Dude,
2: it, Normally, we take five minutes prior to, like, okay, this is how we're going to script this opening part. And today, Steve's just like, I'm going to hit record. You know you why?
0: Because you were eating flan, Tony, and I wanted to capture that.
2: So Tony's yeah. flan ruined it. That, Tony's flan is why we can't have nice things.
0: <laughs> First, it was me hitting the end button for the whole thing. Now it's the flan. Well, I, I, I do have an idea. How about Tony? Since you know you're you are a lull artist and you are you know your family to the lulls and and that whole crew, how about you do a little introduction, buddy? There you go. Into- Mike Lull to
1: Lombert. So yeah, they're guys from uh, Guitar Works is what they're formerly known as, Mike okay. Lull Custom okay. Guitars. Okay. Uh, Bellevue, Washington. Um, MikeLull.com. Mm. Some of the finest instruments on the planet. Really, I mean. I I will dare say. Too, for in a world
2: right now where everyone and their mother is making a P or J bass, Mike Lull has stood out for
0: decades. Long time, yeah. On there. Yeah. You can
2: get a high-end super P or super J bass from anybody or you can get a Mike Lull yeah. P bass
0: or J bass. Yeah. I mean, he's been... I didn't realize how long yeah. I didn't either. Holy
1: jeez. I I mean, I'm an artist and I didn't know uh, it was 76. 92. 92, right? 92, he, went 92 when was when he started building instruments, but 76 is I when did. he started the whole thing.
0: So, he's literally like we were talking has been every every iteration of this musical instrument <laughs> the the uh the the what is it? The um the innovations he's seen. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Wow, he's been and he was so
1: free and giving with this information. I, I mean, it. he's been so good to me, yeah, so good yeah. to me. You know, we've had some late night phone calls and yeah. he's not even a late night guy. He's a morning guy. You know, <laughs> uh, we we just talk about you know this and this and what well, I'm what I'm looking for, and he's like, I can get you this song by
0: doing this. And blah, 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 blah. wow, so he was but, a nerd. I love it. He was a nerd. Oh, yeah. He was a nerd. We love nerds. It's good. Well, and and the, you know, it, it's one of those things where you meet, you know, you meet the Mike Lulls, the Carrie Nordstrands and and Pat Wilkins and whatever it is. It's it's almost that that chef, he can give you the, "Here, I'll show you how to do it. Here's the recipe, but you're never going to do it like me because that's me." You mm-hmm. just talked
1: about the ingredients of what I use. Yeah, During doing the finishes of my Michelau bases with Kerry Northwestern pickups.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is which is fantastic. I mean, you kidding? Mm-hmm. Those guys know their shit, you know, and those guys are the masters, and they're just incredible. Yeah, that that's awesome, man. It was, yeah, and it was great to. Uh, so Tom, and is Tom Albert? Tom Albert? Tom I mean, Albert? Right? Bencherlow? Bencherlow? Tom Albert? Or yeah, and Tom's been there since the beginning too, so. 92, years. Yeah. Yeah. And Spencer, Spencer's so awesome. What a, what a good dude, man.
1: I remember Spencer from NAMM and you know, you know, and I remember having to walk out instruments for him because I had the exhibitor badge and he did, you know, (laughs) man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Good kid. Yeah. That's a good crew, man. They're making some good shit and okay. So, and then you announced, that you have, so you have the TP5, Tony Polio 5. Now you have the TPPJ 5. So two si- signature instruments.
1: I have two signature instruments that are different from each other that. Nice.
2: Don't I give can't. too much away. This is just the intro. Just oh, the intro. Oh,
1: yeah, Sorry. oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway. the rest of the episode. Sorry. That's We're right. really professional folks, aren't we? You know?
2: We're just going to watch the readership on this episode go after the first five minutes just tank because everyone's like, oh, I already know what the TPPJ is. I know.
0: Well, they don't. They don't know. They don't. Maybe they do. I'll just say this one last
1: little snippet. I can't imagine a, a tonal spectrum that these two instruments combined can't yeah.
2: do. Yeah. Th- those two will probably cover every single gig you have yeah. ever for,
1: and i do a wide variety yeah okay, mm-hmm. you know, studio work that will cover whatever to uh, modern theater to jazz fusion and everything in between yeah. and heavy rock even so i pretty much got it all in nice between what i have yeah yeah but check out the episode folks you know
0: let's talk about our sponsors listen a what. Yeah. all right who do we start with a designs audio. A-Designs Audio. A-Designs. A-Designs Audio. There's the Ready. Oh, look at that radio. pretty red box. Thing gets used almost every day. The Vinkura nice. gets used yeah. quite a bit. I got the, uh, well, there we go, the KGB. But yeah, the Ready is, the, is oh. the bomb. A-Designs, oh, there you go, Little KGB. So adesignsaudio.com. Oh. Pete Montesi, he's another one of the greats, the legends. Awesome! He's
1: fantastic!
0: One of, one of the yeah. most beautiful, rad people ever, and has been such a um, incredible support for the bass community. Which you know, the
1: best outboard studio gear I've ever used in my life is A Designs Audio. Yeah, there's
0: one cool. reason the Ready oh, is in. That. Yeah, there's one reason that the Ready is in almost every studio and in every studio musician's hands because it's fantastic. Sounds killer all the time, anytime. Hands down. Yeah. We have, and we had Reggie Hamilton on last on the twelfth episode, mm-hmm. and he had the Ready Black, with right. limited edition. So go to adesignsaudio.com to check that out. Ready Red and Ready Black. Whoo, ooh, I want one of those blacks. I do.
2: I I'm curious.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have one side by side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, mm. I'm tempted. Mm. (laughs)
1: It doesn't take much to get me going
0: No Yes I do Well Tony if you get one You know you're going to have to order another one Don't even (laughs)
1: That's a side conversation Yeah well
0: I have two readies I've got two I've got one up here and one that's in a a Road case ready to go I've got to have this bike Ride for a little bit I already know my next bike. You're getting two. Yeah. That sounds like Tony. That's all right. I love it.
1: (laughs) Oh, and our next sponsor, John.
2: John. Oh, we have Golden State Coffee Roasters out of California. Um, Ross is one heck of a guy. Killer bass player as well. Makes a mean cup of coffee and is also very generous with his time and things. I, uh, I, uh, contacted him the other day because I went through the Kabingo blend mm. or kind that I had I love that and asked one. where to go next. And so now I am at the Harsu. Okay. Nice. So I just had the first cup of it this morning. Um, I'm going to, you know, it's st- word's still out because I like to try to grab a couple sure. pots of it first, but I mean, all their stuff's good. How are you making it, John? Oh, well. Mm i have a Technivorm mocha master coffee
0: maker Woo! Oh, that sounds like really? heck yeah
2: i'm making it better than
0: all of you i i do the I, you do you do i do the pour over which is pretty good
2: yep. and it's kind of like the same thing it's a full immersion okay kind kind of deal i've also been uh doing it uh lately cold brew oh making my own cold oh, that drink. is good I'm and much,
0: that right.
2: that definitely really opens up all the flavor notes that are listed on the label.
1: Nice. I've been going uh, French press, traditional French press. Yeah. Can't go wrong.
2: I've been kind of cheating and doing the cold brew through the French press because it's the same thing, except, you know, use cold water and then steep for about 18 hours. Yeah, Except yeah.
0: five minutes. So. Yeah, Golden State. So Golden State Coffee Roasters, they're in. And you can
1: get, you know, tumblers and so forth and everything yep. from them.
0: I love this. Those... Let's see. It's goldenstate.com
2: coffee correct that's their website
1: and uh still running
2: big bottom 15 gets you a discount at checkout yep big bottom one five or in the store which steve has done
0: yeah their store is rad it's uh downtown placentia um it's it's a great space and actually if this whole crazy covid nam thing goes into you know next year around nam time they're, eh, you know, might do something at Golden State Coffee Roasters because that their is space, fun. it's incredible. It's big and there's a lot of area to have hangs and different things. So could be a thing. Yeah, so use the promo code there and uh, online. But we might we might be doing something with, uh, with them coming up. I love it. Yeah, which will be rad. Yeah, man. So yeah, A Designs and uh, Golden State Coffee Roasters how else are you uh how are you boys doing the whole thing you guys doing all right with uh covid
1: yeah i mean I'm making the best of it still
0: yeah chugging along
1: man nice. getting a couple of gigs booked actually in august i'm i actually super have, my first,
0: um,
2: I have my first trial run at the church i played at this saturday i'm
3: gonna nice, try to John. go over their
2: new uh wow. format we're gonna try to do the uh, outdoor kind of like drive-in Sure, kind of service for a couple months before. They're already looking at how to do everything for indoors
0: as well, but... Yeah. We've been playing outdoors. um, Mm -hmm. Playing one service, they record it, and then they rerun it a couple of times, but it's been working great. Yeah.
1: Rhode Island's doing something weird. The state below me, Mm -hmm. um, they're opening up certain clubs, and they're doing something kind of different, whether you want to mock it or not. They have... Chains with plastic shields coming down. Okay, interesting. Dropped in front of the stage, in front of the monitors, where people would be. Sure. It's like, huh. but you know cool. what? It's it's better than nothing. We'll
0: yeah, take we'll it, 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 right? Yeah. We'll got to take precautions at the same time and still try to open up. So Want to be it. safe. Everyone yeah. wants to be safe. Yes. Big right. bottom wants everybody safe. Hell yeah, man! Healthy, live.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Massachusetts numbers are gone down. All day. cool.
0: Whoa, I
2: think Michigan's is still ticking upwards, but I believe hospitalizations and deaths are down. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really. Yeah.
0: It, it, it seems like everywhere the severity of it is, is hopefully going down. So yeah. California, Steve? I, I think kind of the same. I think there's still numbers, but the severity, let me get myself in focus again. I think the severity has gone down. So we're, you know, um, yeah still yeah you know still taking precautions do the mask yep. thing when you're out and just you know be cool be, be, <laughs> be, smart, be, be smart be safe you know be yeah, safe that's, that's the main thing and i know and john you did you get the uh amp
2: well it is at the
0: office ah right? so nice. i
2: will have it tomorrow
0: but yes uh Tell us what you got what uh what did the well
2: if, if uh if our loyal listeners have been paying attention to one of our earlier podcasts, um, with Lee, Jim and Holly from Bergantino. Um, yeah, they have graciously sent me over one of their B amps to run through a little bit and, uh, put through its paces, give some thoughts on, write a review, um, all that kind of stuff. So I am incredibly excited to, uh, jump into that tomorrow.
0: Woo. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait. Well, I, I... Go, bergantino, just, yeah, bergantino.com. I think it's bergantino amps, whatever, but they're, they're mm-hmm. awesome people and- man. I think
1: people can find them on the web
0: quite easily. Yeah, I think they're, they, yeah. they won't be hard. They won't yeah, be hard. Yeah. But they're fantastic and, and yeah, I can't wait to hear the feedback and um, especially now that uh, we're able to, you know, you're able to gig and get it out there. Oh, yeah,
2: it's getting used on Saturday. Yeah. Well, I think for you now is what amps, what cabinets do I
0: pair it with? Mm. That's the bigger question. Mm. Mm. Are you actually going to have cabinets or just in ears? Or you're going to have?
2: I think I'll probably have a small one. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, pair it with my Schroeder two six.
0: I like it. Oh, I like sixes. I like sixes. Mm-hmm. That's sixes are interesting. Su- sixes, dude. Okay, Tony. Sixes are surprisingly. Fucking punchy. Well, I mean, I used,
2: you know, yeah. PJB five-inch Piranha
0: speakers for years. Yeah. God, I love those. They're, it, it, they're a weird, like, people go, sixes? What? No, they're... You,
2: you, you look at it, you're like, there's no way that thing's going to be loud or sound good. Then when you play like one or two notes, you're like, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. How are two sixes compared to like a 110? Um, I
2: would say it probably
1: moves about the same
2: air.
0: Yeah. but
1: it's
2: got uh it's got a little bit more punch and clarity to it
0: and depending on the drivers they're actually heavy magnets they're actually can they go out. as deep i mean obviously it
1: has a lot to do with the cabinet it, tuning yeah it goes yeah. it goes yeah. fairly deep. i mean you know York does
2: yeah. crazy stuff with his cabinet designs.
0: so they're um orange made four six cabinets and they're discontinued but or wait, is it? It's either orange or Ashdown. Sorry, one of those two. You can. Google. I think it was
3: Ashdown.
0: I think it's Ashdown, and the cabinet itself is small, but way like weighs. It's girthy. girthy. Weighs a ton. Weighs a ton and has more bottom than almost like a one fifteen. But that, because they're four sixes, they're so fast. Yeah. I'm telling you. Blew me away. My buddy Chris Book, bass player, has two of those. And he brought them over, and I I, I, I was in disbelief. And I was like, holy hell, man. Seriously. Oh,
1: ceramic, I'm imagining. They must oh, be yeah, ceramic. Oh, yeah, dude.
0: They're, yeah. The cabinets are heavy. And there are yeah. four of them. And they are just, I, I I mean, if I ever see one, I really want to nab one of those cabs because they're badass, dude.
1: I would imagine George, uh, uh, Yes. He's, the two
0: sixes have to be ceramic as well, right? probably yeah fatal drivers like heavy stout like good shit man yeah. how do you
1: pronounce that fight i thought it was fatal oh, it was
0: fatal or fatal i don't know i'm you know and then he
2: and then he does that like rhino road covering
0: yes on it
2: so um, i mean you could you know throw the thing off a building and it'll be
0: fine yeah yeah uh, tomato 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 fatal 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 I like to sound, I like to sound highbrow. John's
1: just shaking his head. At least looking fatale. away now.
0: He's like, you guys. We are... Are sitting there like this.
1: Fatal.
0: Fatal. Well, I saw that. So we had Ray Rondeau on the podcast and yep. we say Rondeau, but somebody on the, on the uh, comments was like, it's pronounced Rondeau. And it's like, yeah, it's French, but hey, you know, Rondeau. That's yeah, whatever. Do you know how many ways my last name is? Oh dude pronounced? I say it different all the time. Puleo. Paleo. Mm-hmm. Puleo. Puleo.
2: Pulio Puleo. Puleo. so paleo. I think Steve's favorite name. is Paleo.
0: Paleo. And and that we gotta give a shout out. Our boy, Brad. That was his nickname. Uh, love that guy. Tony Paleo. Dubbed you. Yes. That that's <laughs> miss Brad. I miss that big I, beat of a uh, man. man. He's up there. He's why he's loving this, guys. OK, so the other thing that I wanted to mention, I know we're doing the podcast wrap up and people are listening to our bullshit, but John's caricature of Tony is very apropos to the way that Tony, everybody's going to be able to see this. It's a very apropos caricature of Tony's personality. Yeah, ah, very much so I love it. I love it. Tony Paleo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we won't even say a word. We'll just show it.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way. Okay. Hey, fucking A. We have a web page.
4: Oh, a Facebook page, page now.
0: That's right. BigBottomPodcast.com. Sweet. Yes. So we are going to be putting all of our. One place where you can find all Stop. our shit. All our stuff. BigBottomPodcast.com. And then we also have a Facebook page. Facebook page. BigBottomPodcast. So. All y'all people out there that want to fi- find out where to where you can find all our stuff in one easy location, bigbottompodcast.com and the Big Bottom Facebook page. Perfect. Yeah. So that's an FYI. Because it's on YouTube. It's all over there. But now we're going to have a centralized location. And we'll have, you know, as time progresses, you know, we'll have stuff and things on it and socials and all that bullshit. So. I love socials. Socials are good. Yeah, big bottom it podcast. Like, it, Especially it when like they have ice cream. It when tastes like flan. flan. Yes. For Tony Paleo, is flan paleo? I would say yes.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah, there's no way.
0: It is. It's totally paleo. Come on. Wait, why am I Wait, there we go. All right, boys. Well, I'm glad you guys are uh, everybody's healthy and doing well. This was a fun podcast. That was good. This is a good one. Yeah. I like it. Love those guys. So, all right. Love you guys. Big Bottom Podcast, Steve Arajo. John Moody. Tony Paleo. <laughs> we're out. All right, I'm going to stop the recording. We're going to bullshit some more. We'll see you all guys. Right. Peace out, public. Yeah. Recording is underway.
2: Yep, Tony's got his sunglasses where they should be, so we're good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, all right. Uh, Tony, hey, what are, welcome. Welcome them, Tony.
1: Uh, let's uh, let's welcome the guys from uh, Mike Lill. Custom guitars, the Guitar Works.
0: Yes, right.
1: Yeah, Spencer and Tom, guys, introduce yourselves. Well, let's talk about the brand. We have not talked about the brand. So. Yeah.
5: So, uh, Spencer, this is Spencer. Um, nice. so yeah. Um, I mean, we're here. We're we're operating. We're rolling. And especially after you know all of the uh, crazy stuff that's gone on this year, we're just. Yeah. Just honestly happy to, to keep going and making stuff and lots to do.
0: So yeah, it's going good. And for the people that don't know, where in the, uh, the country are you guys? So we're in Bellevue, Washington. Washington which State. Is like just about
5: 10 miles east of,
0: of Seattle. A good swim okay. in Seattle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. And um, what's the weather like right now? there uh yeah. horrific yeah really it's not
5: so great exactly. yeah. yeah yeah oh man but usually we'll get a semblance of, yeah. of summer uh uh during the during the summertime, which is good yeah. but got
3: it right now it's it's uh summer was on a tuesday this year yeah, <laughs> yeah. see
1: how's the business been right now like what state is the shop at right now you know i mean yeah it's
5: it's actually going good i mean when we open back up, we have a lot of orders uh, for custom instruments and it's, it's been something that, I mean, we're all really uh, thankful that, that people want to keep, you know, having us build stuff for them. And and we've been just completing orders left and right and just kind of, you know, taking more orders as well. And it's it's an exciting thing. So we're, we're happy about it. And obviously when you get, you know, uh, shut down. It's there's other hurdles that you have to overcome and whatnot, but
3: we're we're doing it so we're Yeah, happy. yeah we're, we're back up to full staff all the guys are in the shop now. We've got uh, more repair work than we can uh, Kind of wrap our hands around and so we're we're busy. We're we're busy. We're working hard We've got uh, four full-time luthiers, and they're just cranking it out So
1: so let's talk a little bit about the history of the business if we can you know Spencer Tom feel free, like, as you just, you know, when year did, did your dad start the shop? Yeah. I
5: mean, um, 76 Mm -hmm. was the first year. Um, I actually have the first receipt for like a dollar and two cents. um, For like a miscellaneous part, uh, for something. And, uh, yeah, it's hanging up on the wall, right in the entrance. So first year and he, Kind of started making instruments just not really under a specific you know brand name but kind of just put his decal on it like Mike mm-hmm. well um
3: really until early 90s kind of like early you know. yeah early mid 90s and yeah. when, when uh, we we actually started turning what mike was doing as a uh, service to a lot of our repair customers so we're a full-on repair shop we do every type of repair from vintage uh, acoustic guitar rebuilds neck resets and everything uh just to set ups on on new squires and just we're we're very very busy repair shop it always happened and mike was uh doing work for a lot of the music industry guys in the 70s here his friends mike was on the music scene and and just playing gigging around with his bands and uh so a lot of his friends would just kind of come in to figure out why his bass played so well and so he started charging him for it. And that's really kind of that was the seeds. That's that's how he decided he could make a living at it because you can only make so much money as a musician unless uh, less the stars align. Um, and uh, he was really good with his hands and, and loved doing it, loved doing work for his friends and, and when he hired me on in, in nineteen ninety two, he'd been at it for a while, about thirteen years. Oh yeah,
1: Tom, you've been in ninth since ninety two. Nineteen ninety two.
3: Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So to time. say you've
1: got enough experience doing this uh, is an understatement, you know? I have a
3: little bit of experience. Yeah, I've been
0: chained to the bench for a long time. <laughs> well, it sounds like, what, early 90s, late 80s was kind of the big, huge boom for, I mean, that was Smith, Tobias. I mean, that, that, was, that was like the heyday. Carl Thompson, even though a little bit before, obviously, but that was the boom of like the boutique base where actually – near like mortals could get those bases not just the big heavy guy you know everybody could get them then or started to so that must have been just awesome to see that especially coming through your shop repairing doing stuff knowing those builders and then obviously being one of those builders at that time that was that must have been incredible to see that growth
3: and i think that opened a lot of doors as well just at that time there were a lot of boutique. Builders were coming up, and it was also a big boom time in the Seattle music scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had grunge. So I, I, was, I was hired when grunge was going on. We were doing work for Nirvana, and, yeah. and just all the Seattle music grunge scene mm-hmm. were just these young guys who had been coming in here anyway, and they just they, they just took off like crazy. That's when Mike was so busy, he needed some help. I had gone to uh, Roberto Ben of Luthery, and then he hired me on because i was i was actually one of his customers he'd done some reset um refrets for me and fixed up my guitars and, and uh it just worked out that he was so busy he needed some help and uh at that time the customers were getting famous and so these instruments that that mike was kind of putting together just from parts houses the parts houses yeah. were available Warmoth and sure a number of these parts houses made it easy for uh for a small shop to put something together and, and put a custom paint job, the custom pickups in that somebody wanted and <laughs> handed it across the table. And they were like, this is great. You should put your name on these. And and really it was pretty grassroots, pretty simple like that. But uh girl jam guys started using yeah. things mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you've got uh, high profile players using these parts guitars that we were putting together. And it really made sense to, to brand it and to try to, yeah, and then over time, I mean, really dialing
5: in what you know Mike wanted to do for each of his individual pieces, and yeah. and everything down to you know fret levels and neck profiles and how he wanted bodies chambered or not chambered, and I mean how he wanted his lower bout to sit. Like every every aspect of it got dialed in over time as the business grew and the demand grew uh, to build you know instruments and have that be not just like, oh, that's a plus on the repair side, but really become, you know, a, a boutique-based company, and that just kind of grew and grew and grew, and he, uh, you know, dialed it in over the years and, and figured out kind of his sweet spot of how he liked to, uh, you know, do all of that, and it worked out, you know. So we're we're really pleased with. I mean, obviously, we got some stuff hanging up, but I love uh, it. Yeah. yeah wow. It's, and each one, you know, each one is really made to, made to order. So somebody calls in or emails in or, you know, hears about us and says, I really want, you know, XYZ. I want, I want a PJ, but I, I want it in a, you know, jazz style body or whatever, and we make it. Um, and also the general kind of run of the mill, I just want a P4, you know, and I want a low P4. And we've, we've honed that in, which which.
0: We're really happy about sure
1: nice i mean i gotta say as a michael artist and you know i don't want to our part of this podcast because i'm an only artist you know I, a little story like i went from working in the 2000s with another company that i won't name right now and that went kind of belly up and then they've kind of resurfaced and i was on the lookout for a company to work with i was playing like that company's big modern 35 inch scales and their jazz bases or their j base types and i was on the hunt looking and you know i had some companies approach me and i haphazardly stopped by Lull's booth the micro booth at nam and i was like what is this <laughs> what what is this like i had at my disposal everybody like every big known company. And I said, right here was offered a deal. And I actually, because these things are really personal to me, you know, it's like, okay, our paintbrushes, so to speak as our artists I waited two years. Yeah. And then I committed hardcore and I had put in an order for three of them yeah. right away, right away. And I never looked back. You know, oh, You love never- it back
3: yeah. yeah what were those bases tony what, what what style
1: first it was i wanted like a, a like a, a bigger 35 inch scale but like a jazz bass so they were m5 v's yeah. and then i went to like a 24 fret model that changed everything and it was this one it was this guy nice an m5 Whoa. oh yeah big singles mm-hmm. oh. and I've never played anything more comfortable than Mike's 35-inch scale 24 frets. Yeah. And uh, I have about 600 shows on these, on that's this. Nice. Right, on this very base right here. Oh. Uh, and um, even though it's had tape on it and all sorts of weird things, because that's what I had to do. For, you know, my, absolutely. It, <laughs> it's like, a, like uh, you know, to the point where I got a signature model out of it, which is a little bit different. It's like this, and then back
0: like yeah right. tony was that was that one of the first orders one of the first uh that was base three. Oh, base nice three. okay nice so then
1: i played with mike so i got some other a couple of other ones after that and then we developed um with this one
0: yeah here we go uh, nice and uh This is my favorite.
2: You know, Tony, I I don't think I ever noticed it until you A-B'd those when you always talk about moving the the, uh, neck pickup back a little bit. But you always show just the TP5. And I don't think about it, but as soon as you showed the first one and then that, it's suddenly just blatantly, oh, yeah, of course you did.
1: If you want uh, a tighter, like the other one, I call it like, it's a modern jazz bass for lack of a better term and I don't want to I'm not putting it down it's like oh well it's 35 it's 24 fret so it's more than a jazz bass but those pickups are are expanded exactly where a jazz bass spot would be but they're big singles Mm -hmm. we played around with a couple of m5s and then played around with like a gt5 24 where Mm -hmm. your your dad spends Put it back, and we played around with. We pulled. I'll show you that one, that base. That's this one. This is the first time he did this. Yeah, oh, that, it back yeah. like this. Yeah. So you notice that where it's pulled back? Yeah. And I said, why don't we do that with the big single? Mm. And then at the time, Paul and Mike were like, "Well, we could do that, but why don't we make it your bass?" I said, yeah, yeah, we'll make it my base. He's like, no, no, we'll make it your base. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, nice. all right, I'm, I'm on, I'm on board. Yeah, let's do this.
0: Nice. You know, and then, this the problem, was like this, this started it all. This ash, really ash, ebony, Tony, all those. This is
1: ash. At my favorite wood combination is ash, ebony. Like my own personal, like boom, boom, and I just dial back my highs. Mm-hmm little bit because that's a very bright combo you know and i play bright strings ghs progressives or now i might be playing around with super steels i haven't yet but uh, you know yeah.
2: i know it's hard but we'll hold your
0: hand tony <laughs> i might need it we're all here for you this is the support group yeah, you, you. Tony. you can be vulnerable here
1: <laughs> yeah so that's you know and it's it changed uh it changed everything, you know. I, I don't know how many years I've been with the company now. Nice, seven, well, eight, God. seven or eight, maybe more. Was yeah. it more, more now? Nine? I don't know, you know. But uh, more than a few, that's for sure. So,
0: yeah, we're happy to have you as part of the family. Absolutely, brother. Awesome. And um, so Spencer and Tom, uh, do you guys do guitars? I know we bass podcast, but you guys do guitars also, right?
1: Yeah,
5: I'll, I'll nice. grab one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So this kind of roll on this, you know, black theme.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But this is yeah. like
0: oh. a, a super oh, crap. Holy
1: crap.
5: So this oh. is a really nice one. It's a 5A flame.
1: Yeah. Flames black. black.
5: Yeah, and then the black or the the back is just
0: gloss sure. black. So this yeah. is one of my personal pieces. I about. love it. And Spencer, you're mainly more of a guitar player? Or you play bass and guitar? Uh, I played
5: both. I I started uh, mainly as a guitar player for, and then okay. bass off and on more sure. on recently, as, yeah. as you you imagine, just with the the sentimental yes. value. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and I have enough basses at home to really <laughs> have to learn how to play, you that know, is. good bass, and not just play bass as a guitar player, but sure. be a bass player, you know, <laughs> oh, really. Got it. And so we make, you know. There's like that one, and this is also another one of my pieces. This is like a charcoal gray, beautiful, what we call an EX. Yep, that's awesome. And that's an ash body. Sorry, I'm cutting off your face, Tom. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know with uh, with a rosewood
3: fretboard, maple neck, gorgeous. Okay. I don't um, telling
5: that color. I love that color. Oh, one of my favorite colors, and um. I mean, yeah, so we, we also do guitars. And obviously, we're more recognized for the basses. But it's um, we, we make some pretty mean guitars, too. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. And Tom, your main instrument, bass or guitar, or what? Uh... I started out on guitar. And uh, I
3: just, there was a point in time. And it was probably after I started working for Mike, I felt like I needed to understand bass. So I built myself a bass. Yeah. And I ended up playing bass in a, in a situation at, at church, actually, for like three years. Mm-hmm. And so I was playing every week, twice a week, three times a week for, for like three years, went through maybe five basses and four yeah. different bass rigs, kind of enough to, to understand bass tone, because as a guitar player coming up in the 80s, especially kind of heavy metal stuff, it's the bass player was the guy that just kind of hung out in the back and you didn't even really know what he was doing there. But uh, you couldn't hear him over the guitars and the big stacks and all that stuff. So I, just, I had no idea. And the idea of bass tone, it's like, well, bass notes matter. They just do what the guitar player's doing, right? But I knew nothing until I started playing with a drummer. And then he's like, you are doing it wrong. <laughs> so I need a drummer to tell a bass player what to do. It was it was very educational.
1: Uh, there will be thousands time. of bass players grinning when they hear this, Tom. Uh,
3: <laughs> but, uh, you know, I went through PJs. I went through soap bars. I had four-string jazz. Um, just kind of went through a bunch of different rigs. at had uh, 210 cab. had 215 cab. That was interesting. Um, it was great for rock. It played with pick, played with fingers. Yeah. And so I really got to experience the world of it and appreciate it. To where, to where i can hear it
0: yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know
3: so I, I still i still play both i have a i have a, an m5 you know with, with soap bars and uh that's that's really that's the base that i that i keep around uh, yeah i always kind of will build myself something different what's interested in me lately is our short scale Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: guys, guys that's really the trend short that's scale. the trend right now yeah
3: but especially as a guitar player who, I don't play all the time anymore, yeah. so when I sit down and I just want a bass line to mess around with, mm-hmm. a 30-inch short scale, I, I don't have to learn how to play all sure. over again. You know, my, my hands can feel with it. So, so it's, it's really cool. And I might, been, might need one
5: soon.
0: Yeah, those are
5: kind of popular, too. I mean, we just finished up one and posted on our Instagram. Uh, it's Surf sort of Green color call it a P430. Okay. Uh, and people can choose to have, you know, a DJ configuration, but it's just the, the P style right now. And um, there's some talks of maybe doing something else with, you know, maybe doing a Mustang base uh, style and uh, calling it the Mike Sting, something like that. I like that.
3: Mike doesn't get to say anymore, <laughs> yeah. so we might get the wrong with
1: that name. Look what John's got. Yep, that's one.
3: Yeah.
1: Hey, who's that guy
0: there? That's it. That's that dude. You know? That's cool. Now are those those are available now on the site, the short scale, whatever. Okay, good. Awesome. Yeah. I love it.
5: They're they're great. I mean, one of the difficulties with doing those is as you guys probably know, is the the neck dive situation on short scale bases and also kind of the traditional kind of flubbiness of playing short Mm scale. And um, you know, one of the things that that mike just decided to do is spring through the body and then also kind of design the the horn at the top is a little bit longer mm-hmm. so that you you get a really balanced feel in terms of playability and when it's sitting on on the lap or hanging on you know strap so that it's not doing this the whole time and i uh,
2: mean somebody put some thought into the whole thing instead of just going like this
5: yeah. Squish. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, You know, a yeah. little bit of
5: involved in that, and uh, we love them every time we you know, we have them come out. We go, oh, these. Are,
0: these are pretty sweet. Yeah. So. Well, from the picture, it looks great. It looks does great. Look weird, like you did anything to. You know what I mean? Like it. It's still aesthetically pleasing and obviously functional, which is. I not
1: played good. the first generation one, yeah. actually. Yes. Yeah. At when they first like released it and, and i uh, I can play light John <laughs> I adjusted and yeah it was you know I loved it actually yeah
5: we like them so they're, they're popular and cool. you know they're kind of a thing right now but yeah. not that we necessarily just follow the thing but it's also just great functional base. Sure, great talent.
1: functional and you're supplying something that the market wants. You're yeah. supplying an instrument that people are looking for right now. Exactly,
3: we have a, um, a customer who is actually the guy that gave us that first dollar, so one of Mike's oldest friends and oldest customers and he's a professional bass player, studio musician and producer mm-hmm. and um, he's been doing it so long that his hands are starting to show signs of age and he has had to shift to a short scale, but when he did, he's been able to record with that bass, mm-hmm. dig with that bass, and and he he was the one who gave us the feedback. It's like these work; they actually work. They work in the studio. They work live. They work for a bass player who cares about what he sounds like. I love and, it. Uh, and he's able to play it, and his hands aren't screaming at him. So yeah, yeah just seeing that knee is it's mm-hmm. all so it his secret. Yeah, he calls it his secret
5: weapon in the studio because also it has a great fundamental tone, so you don't have all yeah. the you know overtones just kind of go going crazy and whatnot. So it's uh, he he loves them. It. So it's good. It's always good to hear that
4: positive yeah. feedback.
0: And out of curiosity, what strings are you guys using for that, or what um, who's making those for you guys?
3: So yeah, their standard gauges, yeah. are probably
0: 45 to 105 on that yeah.
3: one for a fourth string. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. And any brand, this particular brand, or? Mainly D'Addario. D'Addario, OK, cool. Mm-hmm. However, you know. Yeah. Uh,
3: but yeah, that's that's mainly what we use over here. Cool. We, we like the D'Addarios. Um, they're, they're very consistent. They're consistent in their tonality. They're yeah. consistent in their intonation. That's being a repair shop. We love to recommend to people something that when you change strings, intonate's the same. Yeah. On the next set as the last set, so the set that we set it up for. Um, and, and they have a good, they have a good bulk program, yeah. and so, yeah. so we're yeah. able to just get a good, consistent string. I know it's not everybody's string necessarily, but uh, they're
0: extremely functional. Yeah, they work. We like. Yeah, and then going through the body, you can actually, can you use standard scale, or do you still have to use a shorter scale? I believe that one goes with a medium scale. Yeah. Right? yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I bet so. that makes a difference going through the body, which is nice, you know. So it definitely takes away the flubbiness.
5: Sure. on You know, it, it balances them out and uh, it makes it feel like not like oh, this is a short scale mm-hmm. base. Nice. I guess you know, it, there's no compromise on the on the feel string to string.
1: Cool. So. Guys, I have to dork out for a second. What's that bass in the back wall? Is that Brian's fusion?
0: That level? is. That is which one the the TV? Can show that that. I was going
2: to talk about the super redhead right behind Spencer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what I was going to ask, also, what that- We can get into that,
2: too.
1: I'm going to see oh, Brian's that. That's
0: Brian's. It's it, it
3: is. If you can see it here, yep. it, it's one of his signature models.
1: There. So
3: this is not his specifically, unless he calls and says, I've got <laughs> to have it. But this is his design with uh, the pickups and uh, electronics that that he's decided that he likes for this particular model. Mm-hmm. Um, the, BBM-F-5. the BBM-F5, yes.
1: yes. Okay. Oh, the EMGs, yeah. it's slightly tight as string spacing.
5: Yep. Yeah, it's, and instead of our traditional, like, 12-inch radius, it's a 16-inch and slightly, I believe it's a 1-in-7-5-inch nut um, and ebony board, maple mm-hmm. neck. Um, that's a, you know, flame top, alder body. Yeah and uh, the m that's you know that the, the, the m style body so longer kind of horn more modern take. he
1: tells me he loves it he loves yeah, it, it. cool bass
3: and with the emgs you know i being a guitar player primarily i come from a world where emgs fit into a real certain niche yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you're playing metallica riffs <laughs> maybe that's it maybe that's the only place that you know that, that people tend to gravitate towards. Yeah,
1: yeah. a lot of the heavy guys are into the emg sound yeah yeah that, that's
3: super articulate that cuts through a really really heavy heavy overdrive yeah. and i and i just wasn't sure how it was going to sound on the bass but on the bass it's far more versatile i thought and i think it's just sounds fantastic and the, the mid-range knob on the emg preamp is
2: just yeah. a
3: huge sweep you can really dial in a lot of different tones on that thing that's uh it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, you can
1: sweeten it up and also just
0: overdrive crap. Oh, yeah, because it was <laughs> so. super strength. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Is 18,
1: volt, 18 volt system? It
0: is, yes. That right, 16 yes. inch radius, I mean, that's flat, flat, flat. Yeah. And that's not that's not compound. That's all the way through, right? Oh, yeah. Woo! I like that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's it's cool. Interesting. Man. We like it, man. We like it. And so the 16-inch rate, that's only on his model, or do you guys do that just if somebody...
5: So that's on his model. I mean, really, the standard... 12. we spot for us is this 12-inch. 12, yeah. And we found, you know, we tried doing the compound Mm -hmm. radius thing and, uh, you know, uh, Mm 10-inch. And we
2: just... 12
5: just worked. It just worked, yeah. It was simple. And so whenever anyone's making an order, you know, sometimes people will... Request uh, a different radius, but really, we almost always just recommend going with 12 inches, you know, for yeah. guitar and for bass. It's just, right. It just true. Well. Just works. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that Thunderbird back there too. That thing's badass.
5: <laughs> that one is. Uh, yeah, this is.
0: Don't, don't tell the big companies. Yeah.
5: yeah. This is actually, so here's the disclaimer. Here's the actual truth of this one. Yes. This is like a new old stock because it was right. one of the ones that um you know Mike was working on. Yeah. And uh,
0: all black. You know. Oh, I like that. Oh, oh nice. And yeah, that is just... We'll call it. We'll call it the T style bass. Yeah, yeah. T style. Woo. There you um, go. No, it's gorgeous, man. Wow. So, and that's you know these are the Mike Lowell uh, uh
5: pickups in here and yeah, actually is Who makes have just a, a passive just mm. a passive instrument we've had people yeah. request to do you know active electronics in it or put a preamp in it but don't really need it i mean these are really
1: big sounding my mm. only passive passive bass, truly passive um is my little t-bird pickups in my jt 524 so those pickups they they're they're in the um the, the T-Bird, but they're also, you can get it in what they call the, the GT, like this. Yeah, we've traditionally called it, like, you know, a JT-5
5: Maybe. or a JT-4. Yeah. And, and
1: usually the pickup's a little bit further up, but, like, you get the point. It's these,
5: right, and, you know, that's that's the name that they settled on just because it was like, well, I guess we're putting, you know, T-Bird pickups in a jazz base yeah. or in a base, so they called it, you know, JT-4, PT-5 or JT-4, jt Essentially, it's just either a p-bass or jazz bass, but someone deciding to put, you know uh, T-bird pickups in it. So we might change the name to just essentially having it being this is a, a p-bass or you know a 4 do you want t pickups in it kind of a thing? And uh, just to kind of simplify that uh, you know, we, we have a good range of, of uh, instrument models, but um, but yeah, I mean, we'll put them in the jazz bass. We'll put them in, you know, the
1: key bass. I mean, I I like this stuff. You're gonna laugh from rock to doing like like a folk trio. Yeah.
0: That's
1: yeah. Some kind of raw, rough mid range, yeah. sat really nice with the twelve string. You know, I was like, hmm. I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, oh, I want to use a jazz bass and sit in really pretty. And then the producer's like, no, no, what about that red one? I'm like, all right, I'll I'll play the red one, and I'm like, whoa, this is this is killer. This Are is they killer. And coils? Dual coils. Dual coils. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And just to talk about what Spencer talked about, like you really don't need the active electronics. Mm. I got this setup, and these two knobs do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I did this on purpose. I love it. To maybe drop a preamp in it. Yeah. So it's really volume, tone, and a three-way pickup selector. And there's two dummy knobs. Mm. Oh, that's great. well, like, oh, just in case, let's do this whole thing like this. Just And I'm like, I never changed it. I never changed it. In fact, all my basses, I don't even know how many I have right now. All the active basses, i have to have a gain kind of pot in the preamp, and they all match this bass on my basses, uh, this is the one that sets the volume level for everything. So,
3: Yeah, they're great pickups for that too. They just have such a full sound and a full bit. The, full the sound the range is, is just, it just speaks really, really well. And and I can see that working actually in a folk trio because it just, it's just got such nice color to it.
1: Yeah, it was like a really sat really, you know, really nice between the kick. It was like a vintage kick, you know? So I was like, wow I was like pleasantly surprised so if I have like an open session where I don't know what's going on and it's uh which really not happening too much lately right now COVID but you know when they were happening and like I had a chance to bring an array of bases this always comes this always comes oh, nice hmm. uh, I did this tribute where Chris Cornell when he passed um this big live thing for him and for that show all those song guides and stuff I did I used Space. There we go. This yeah, great rock, film. and it sounded perfect. You know, people are like, "Oh, get a PJ for it."
0: I'm like, I use this one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's great. And then I see the natural jazz. That one has the behind you, Tom. Your left, I think. That one is like a <laughs> 70s spaced kind of thing. That looks like 70s spacing.
5: Yeah, this is, I mean, this is our traditional, so this is a V4. Mm. Or maybe it's a not Maybe it's Vintage.
0: Okay. Right? Oh, okay,
5: um, okay, nice. This is like the full-size, you know, traditional jazz bass sure. body. Almost. Almost. Mm. And just um, you know, volume, volume tone, it's it's passive, and this is just it's a killer instrument. And, yeah. You know, if, if you can make a passive bass, really really well and that's kind of like a good benchmark
3: yeah. for, yeah, for a, cool. a brand you know and that was mike's passion i mean he he had vintage 60s fender bases he went through so many of them the guy would go on buying sprees and he, yeah and he just buy a bunch of them and sell the ones that didn't sound good keep yeah. the ones that sounded good and sometimes sell those to pay for yeah. whatever you did on your skateboard yeah. you know, stuff like that. And, that's true and so they, they came and went it, but he he knew jazz bases and yeah. key bases inside and
1: out oh, so and music man's band. like when we developed my signature i said i kind of want a jazz meets a stingray. how do i make yeah. that happen because i wanted that punchy kind of aggressive thing in a stingray but i still wanted a two pickup instrument but i didn't want it to be humbucky and he's like well, you know, he went and he goes. I have a bunch of stingrays. I've had a bunch of them. This let's let me get into this, and I must have had, I don't know, four or five conversations with them, just about the stingray sound, about how to incorporate that in the big 35-inch scale bass. Like, we really developed a lot of that. So, oh,
5: and I still have, you know, at, at home I have my dad's 64 E bass. Ah. you know, in Olympic light. I mean, it's it's definitely not white white now but it's uh, it's from, I'm, it. from it and uh i mean i play that thing pretty much every night it. so it, it's just an awesome piece and uh it was like that's what he settled on i mean like tom said you would buy them and, and go yeah what do i like about this i don't like about right. this okay next and he'd sell it and then just yeah you know jazz, you know, jazz bases jazz everything And he, that was like the one thing went i can never sell this one that's the one so, yeah still have that
1: so that's a cool thing that, that so happens. where's the future like guitar works where are you guys going where do you see yourself you know in the future like like is it just keep on getting orders keep on doing what you're doing or, or is there something that like yeah we're going to add this or maybe you know do something a little bit differently like yeah
5: i mean so one of the things that we've gotten a lot of questions about um has been you have a standard you know line of instruments right and we have obviously different models on the site and there's you know we can pretty much do well I don't want to say anything but we, we can do a lot right anything, like yeah. yeah we don't want to do just anything <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's
5: gonna be a lot of work yeah uh, but you know we've got a lot of questions about that if we have any sort of standardized you know recommended models. Yeah, yeah, and one of the things that we're going to be developing, uh, and it'll take a little chunk of time, but really going through and creating a line that, you know, so it doesn't have to be every time somebody orders something, it's a full custom instrument that, uh, because we get a lot of people who go, whatever you recommend.
0: Sure,
5: yeah. They, They do a custom order and they go, well, what do you think for this? And our initial reaction is like, well it it is going to be your instrument what do you, what do you want you know um that want- would
2: be me i i would go to you and just be like um let's just make it blue yeah, then like, <laughs> yeah. well what else They'd be like no that that that's it yeah there's a <laughs> lot of different blues <laughs> out
5: there and we would come back like, now what color blue do you yeah. like <laughs> yes. what
2: did you mean
0: yeah so, it, it's it's that thing where you let the experts do the expert thing i mean right seriously like you know, I, I get it. I get it from. I understand both sides, obviously. But you know, at some point, it's like, yeah, like you guys have built thousands, so yeah. it's like you guys know what's up. I can give you a, I don't know, kind of a sketch, but you guys are are the experts. So exactly. yeah,
5: yeah. And one of the things that you know, we'll always have, like, we'll still always do custom orders. It won't even be that we're dialing back on anything sure. in particular, but really adding to. Okay, so these instruments are the you know, after the 30 years of building instruments, these are the recommended specs, pickups, yeah. scale lengths, uh, you know, for these models and we'll be able to, you know, essentially have more of them to hand and kind of a little bit less of a wait time uh, for cool. mm-hmm. instruments, uh, which we've we've had a lot of questions about that. And, we we generally keep the showroom pretty stocked because of the, the COVID shutdown. We couldn't build anything during that time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we're we're ramping that up, and every time we put stuff in the showroom, you know, it would just get yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. It was it was I kind guess. of one of those funny. <laughs> things where we went, Why don't we just? You know, we've got a lot of questions about it. Uh, people ask you know what do you recommend all the time, mm-hmm. and for the for the individuals who obviously are like. These are the exact specs I want. I want a five A flame top on an ash body. I want a sixteen inch radius. i want a little, you know, that'll be a custom instrument. Yeah. Um, but for the normal eighty five to ninety percent of the time, somebody's getting an instrument. They can try to find where they fit in the standard line and obviously talk with us about it. We'll give our recommendations, and test them out, we'll be able to have stock of them and everything. So
0: right. that'll
5: that's something that we're
3: that that's coming down the line, so yeah. the big guitar stores they, they sell standard models all day long right you want to have that at the level of build that that mike set out to to offer to customers to have that that pro level build so you don't want to just go into your neighborhood store and just buy what's on the yeah. wall and hope it's okay you can come into here and buy one of our standard models that's that's tweaked. That's dialed. That's blacked. been clacked. Yeah, it's it's right. That's the, the other
1: program. big thing. Like you no, guys always are blacked. Everything's clacked. Yeah. Everything's clacked. Everything's shielded.
3: You can take this bass to a to a gig right away. You can take it on the road. It's it's a pro level instrument, well, and, and you don't have to order something custom. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah. Honestly, I honestly think that the days of the the shop, the the GCs, uh, I mean that's kind of. I think it's kind of coming to a, I, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't think it's good <laughs> there. And I, I actually think that the online thing, especially having the, um, the track record and the reputation that you guys have, that LOL has, and, and, you know, some other builders and stuff have that, I, I think we're going to see this online thing grow, like be almost a norm as opposed to the the shop, which again is kind of a, a like it or hate it where you, the big the big box stores, the GCs, eh, But you kind of want to see the mom and pop places do well, but it's a tough one. But I, I think that now is a time, and, and as you said, right now, especially during COVID, man. I mean, retail sales are up. It's, it's cra- crazy. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. It, it's insane. So I think you're on the. I think it sounds like a good business plan. You know, yeah. I think the I mean, business model, is, like you know,
5: we'll figure out some sort of you know online portal on the site where people can do like you know yeah. build your own and, and yeah. this stuff which takes time to do that obviously that's no one thinks money it takes money it takes time it takes you know making a website is that is a yeah. a thing um but it's something that people have asked about and they're like i would like to see what that finish sure. would look like on this body or what these pickups will look like here and essentially just making it m- streamlining it so that you know without any loss of quality or you know cheapening up anything yeah. whatsoever yeah. Uh, people can still get pro level instruments mic lull instruments um without necessarily having to have such a long wait time or, or anything like that so which you know it's funny sometimes the longer wait time you have it's like more cred it's like oh yeah it's waiting list you know Um, as a player and as somebody who who buys things i'm you know kind of impatient sometimes i wanted Mm -hmm. yesterday twice in my life i've been impatient
2: yeah
4: Uh,
2: it reminds me kind of like what alembic does with their epic series Mm, it's like the you know because alembic's one of those you can you can tell them, you know, I want the top part of my instrument to be, you know, three sixteenths. And then I want another two sixteenths of this and a three 30 second, you know, you can take many deep dives, but their Epic series is like what you're saying. It's like, okay, you want an Alembic. You, you don't need to spec out the whole thing. You know, you're going to them because of this. So it'd be like, you know, we're going to Michael because, Hey, I, I want a TP five. What do you recommend yeah. the best specs for this? And right. you can say, Hey, this, this is, this is what, you know, our recommended thing is cool. That's what I want.
5: Yeah. And also when you, whenever you're specking out a custom instrument, um, you, there's like 50 or 60 decisions that you're having to make generally. And um, if you don't, if you're not completely proficient in every one of those areas or you know what you want in every area, it can be a little nerve-wracking to be yeah. like, "Is this going to work out? Is it going to be what I like?" Um, and all those kind of nervous thoughts can enter into to people's heads when they're doing a custom instrument, especially if they're not completely and totally dialed into what they want. Yeah. Um, whereas if they can just come into the shop, or they can, you know, hear, you know, video, uh, you know, YouTube video reviews or something about something, and hear it and go oh yeah, I like that tone. You know, oh, I, I want that P-based tone. That's what I want. And essentially call us or, or whatnot and say, I'd like that. And then be able to get it, like without a long wait time and still being made here by mm-hmm. everyone here. Um, all still, you know, all American parts, everything. Um, that's, that's something special that we, you know, it takes working out. It takes, you know, actually making that work uh, organizing it and whatnot but it's it's something that we're all working towards and we've had a lot of conversations about it about yeah
1: eventually i'll be going on to seattle to do videos for all the different models don't yeah. let them do
2: <laughs> <laughs> actually tony when you're out there i expect like a uh, coffee and base podcast yeah. from you when you're when you visit the various coffee places around
1: the I area easily do that Yes. I you right yeah. 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 gotta show you guys one thing. Let's see. This is getting a lot of attention lately. Spencer, stop me if you don't want to get into it right now, all right? Let's do it. So you you tell me, right? If we yeah, want to you're, good, you're good. You're good. Oh okay. so nice. Wait. The old PJ that I picked up, it is number six oh eight. Okay. Yeah, that's probably late 90s, that Yeah, it's yeah. been around for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Quinton approves. I'm loving this. <laughs> so much that
0: it's my number two. That thing's awesome, man. Wow, <laughs>
1: After the TP5, this is it. Awesome.
0: This is it. And-
1: Look at that
5: fretboard, man. That's a, it's a great-
1: uh, So much that I love it that we're talking about doing something else.
5: Yeah,
3: we are. Yeah, it, it's it's exciting. We'll I mean, know where the pickups go on that one. Well, we don't have to have to send us all the measurements.
1: <laughs> no, the 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 other one will be a little bit different. Spence, do you mind? Is yeah, it's it time. I'm, yeah, yeah. Can to right. get into it. You can totally get into sure. it. I didn't even talk to you about like. Oh yeah, we're talking right now.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna spring it on you. It's all good. No, really. You I need to find out one way or another. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs>
1: Uh, we'll just announce it right now because we, we've talked about this probably six weeks ago, seven yeah. weeks ago. I'm going to do a second signature instrument, and it's radically different in some regards from the TP5. It'll be a PJ5 string, yeah. Right? Nice. Uh, based a lot of specs off this 608 and uh, all the body, maple neck, um, maple board. Volume, volume tone with a booster circuit with an adjustable gain, nothing fancy. Uh, strand pickups in it. Cool. Right. And uh, just a killer instrument. And it's, you'll be the TP, you know, the TP5 PJ. And it's just gonna be, a, and it will be one of the first skewed signature instruments
0: because it's just gonna come in four colors, so. Nice. Let's pick it up and let's see the pickups, where the pickups are, Tony a little higher of, oh, a yeah nice yeah boom and that so the p bass pickup is traditional p position in the jazz is that 60s position guys
1: this is 60s position this is um traditional pj but with a 35 inch scale so everything's kind of scooched to to accommodate the 35 versus the 34 mm-hmm, um, for sure and that's all we're doing we're going to be like I love pure it. mic Low quality and a 35 inch scale five string alder maple with uh, noise strand pickups, in particular nice. volume, volume tone with a with a circuit With a that preamp or No, preamp? Know, no preamp, uh, uh, just a boost an adjustable gain booster circuit. So it's going to feel like a passive instrument. It'll mm-hmm. feel like a real like truly passive, but it'll have the I, you know, me personally, I have to have a little bit more gain. So you could shut it off, if we have an adjustable gain circuit, Whoop, you know, or, mm-hmm. uh, or just turn it up a little bit just to get a little bit more levels, because I need to hit my compressor at the same line with all the close input levels, so. Right. And again, this is my number two. This was on a whim. I did not get this from Mike Lowell. I did not get this from these guys. I actually, I'm not just an artist like, oh, I work with them, so I get instruments from them and that's how it works. I bought I remember, this.
0: That was a reverb find, wasn't it? I remember, uh, talk base.
2: <laughs> talk base. That's right. It, I,
0: I I remember the conversation fun. around well, it. Oh yeah, I remember that. We're like, yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> this was a whim. This well, was, it was going a for a steal from
1: what change. I remember too. Very low. I only want to mention the price on yeah. here. It was very low, and I just said to the guy, "This is ridiculous. I can't believe you're doing this." Mm. And all these people jumped on, and I saw it. And I'm like look, if the first two guys that jumped on, don't get it. Just ping me. Here's right. And of course there's my phone. I'm like, he's like one guy flaked out and the other guy, if I don't have the money by noon, it's yours. I'm like, really? Like 12.02. I'm like, here you go. It's your PayPal. (laughs) I got it. It needed love. It needed love. I totally like cleaned it up. I threw progressives on it. I tweaked it out. I was like, Holy shit! Yeah, this thing's killer. And you know what's funny? This actually has the vintage fret wire on it—the real small fret wire that I like. Yeah, and it's just, um, I mean, it's 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 badass, really is. And I don't even like, you know, tort like a like sunburst thing. I'm not into. It's
0: not my thing. You know, I'm more like a solid color thing. But I don't even care. This is this killer. literally when he was pinging us with this. We're like, Tony's going vintage. What the fuck, <laughs> man? This is
1: so. Because I play such modern shit, right? Like, you
0: know? Modern man,
1: and you literally and and we're just See, like, this yeah. is the influence that we have exerted upon. Yes. I love it. I had to do a weird mod, like you guys are gonna laugh. Like, look at this ugly plate I put on there, right? <laughs>
3: oh. Dude, hold on.
1: So, I mean at least it matches the front, so it's got an EMG buffer circuit in it just to have a few more D B coming out. That's it.
0: Look, I have the same ah, <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's it, it plastic. It's a different style base, guys, but it's it's this idea. So yeah. Oh, that's
1: great. Matching. So we're gonna we're gonna do a model. Um I Spencer had an idea for the colors. color Spencer, what do you think of the colors again?
5: So we were thinking doing some cool matte finishes. Oh, oh okay. so
1: matte yeah. black.
5: matte black. Uh, you know, matte red. Uh, nice. Like I think it was we were talking cardinal red or something like that. Matte. Cardinal oh, red. Like that. You, you like
1: the blue too?
5: Yeah, that uh that late classic blue, like in matte.
0: In a matte finish, it look nice, man. Yeah,
5: it
4: looks so good. The like
0: a like a rubyish red looks good in a matte also. Just a, like, kind of. Cool looking, you know, yeah. And, and a white. And a white.
5: Oh. White, exactly. So in a matte white,
0: which, no,
5: you know,
0: if you can do those well, they look really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Tony, are you doing your signature as Alder Maple? Like your Alder Maple. There? Exactly oh, no, what doing. this is. I like it's
1: it. A little bit different, like with the, you know, uh, ash and ebony. Um, I mean, I don't want to just make another clone of what I've already have. I wanted to do something different that works. So, you know, I played this with, um, geez, I got this around the COVID, so it's only, it's been limited, but I've used this with Dig and I used this for a rock session where I just backed off the J pickup a little bit. And that's when I was really sold. I'm like, Wow, I mean, yeah. that thing probably punched people in the face. It did, yeah. but it it had did.
0: nice warmth too. That older I mean, best of both worlds, almost. You know, That's- I cut
1: it. I cut the tone knob about a third back. Mm-hmm. I cut the J pickup about a quarter back, and had brand new GHS progressives on it. I just <laughs> Right through uh, a ready, and into my board out of yeah. um, a Rupert Neve DI, like the two yeah. DIs. And- oh yeah
5: there oh, we
1: go
0: it slain it was the not the best. tony paleo we know i know what happened to the to- what happened <laughs> reptilian tony played <laughs> sorry <laughs> guys left or it's his- a south park
2: yeah. evil tony so he's got to go tee
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> no man i i i absolutely love that bass so 35 in- and then the b string is that through the body that's kind of
1: you know, the, a lot of Mike's bases. These guys will tell you are, are through the body, but yeah. this one's not. Oh, okay. Cool. This one's okay. not, but it's just as. Yeah. I mean, from what I'm using it for. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. Well, I love that you guys are gonna do that matte frost finish because I am a huge fan. I yeah, love, for sure. Love that finish. And um, two tone sunburst looks good in that. Too. I mean, anything. I just it just looks good. It's really cool and. Yeah. It when I saw that
1: gray color, I'm like, oh Jesus. Hmm. I like that.
0: Too. Like a graphite. But hat. I will
1: have a conversation with Spencer about that at a later date. You know. <laughs> Good stuff.
0: I'm ready. <laughs> so the new TP PJ5. Yeah. TP like PJ5. Uh, announced here.
5: Announced. announced here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> here. Right here. Right now. very, normally, very
5: yeah. formally announced. It's yeah. totally. Totally, yeah. Graphics up, everything.
0: Yeah. I'll fly. I'll, I will fly. <laughs> some, I will fly some shit in. There you go. Uh, Spencer, how about the the J base behind you with the big uh, the like dark stars? The oh, dark yeah. stars. Ooh. So this one, this
5: is another personal piece. Um, oh. So this is misty green. Ooh.
0: That's beautiful. Wow. I love that.
5: Which would also good in that, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that, this is, again, just a passive. I love it. Volume. This is a blend, volume blend tone. OK. Um, but just two dark stars. You know, these are Curtis Novak by Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Those are
0: yeah. badass pickups, man. It's so nice. They are. They are.
5: Oh, my gosh. And we got the, you know, if you're into the fruity, oh, abalone. Look just,
1: that. You know, I, I honestly think every studio bass player should have something like that in their stable. Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. And this is ebony and maple neck. Yeah. You can't see because it's just sure. all misty. I love cream. it. Um Woo. but yeah, with white, you know, white binding. Mm-hmm. Um and What's this the- is just this is a piece that we made one for um for a customer and mm-hmm. when when my dad saw the finished piece he just went, This is so unbelievably beautiful and rad, but I'm just gonna make an exact duplicate. I love it. So he made it, put it up in the showroom and then oh
0: now
5: it's mine yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's kind of how it went and you might have like to make it. another one for actual customers yeah
0: maybe. Well, no, no. well they can <laughs> buy off of that piece that's kind of the the piece that people will buy off of which is yeah, i
5: mean i mean, like you know just put it up here for reference so i don't care if people dig it or whatever like no. I'm selling it so mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know people can play it and have you know say, oh i do like those dark stars or yeah like, you know um just as points of reference for people who want to do custom builds.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have that. Oh yeah. So we we have a couple of those. I got a couple of those at home. So I like it. Yeah.
1: Is there a message guys, Tom Spencer, is there anything you want to tell the bass playing crowd or the music crowd in general? Like, is there anything you want to say about the business right now? Like, you know, before we get into our socials and close up everything, is there a message you want to portray? Yeah.
5: I mean, um, what I'll say is this: like the one of the most common questions that you know I got since uh, you know since Mike passed is you know are you guys still going to be building things? And um, you know it, it's a very secular uh, you know question because people see you know Mike Lull, Mike Lull Instruments. What what is kind of lost sometimes is you know. Like Tom's been here, like you he said, since 1992. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have 50, I think we counted up like 50 plus years of experience of you know, just, uh, just between the
3: four Luth years. Yeah,
5: just in the back. And Mike, if, if anyone knows him, you know, Tony can definitely test this, uh, knows him personally. He was never the kind of guy that would uh, that would hold on to some knowledge for, for the sake of like, this is proprietary. I don't want to tell anybody how I do it. You know, um, he never, he never operated that way. He was very free flowing about, Oh yeah, I just, I decided to put, you know, the B string through the body only because it balances the strings and just tell people that, you know? And, And so the main thing I'd like to say, just getting to my point is we are absolutely still building instruments. Um, we'll be building more instruments. Um, and really there's, there's nothing to fear. We're still going, you know, and, and uh, we're coming out with new stuff and it's going to be a lot of fun. So you can always just, you know, if you have any questions, you can always email me. You can, you can call in, um, you know, we can do one at a time. What email do you,
1: uh, want do you want to share what, which email info at Mike Lull? Uh,
5: yeah, you can email Well, you can info, uh, you can email service at Mike Lull.com.
3: Okay. I check
5: that email. If, it, if you don't get a response in like, you know, 20 minutes immediately, just remember that um, there's like a, a lot of emails that come in, <laughs> in there. So on top of answering calls, you know, helping people in the front and, uh, and all that, I, I, I do get to my email stuff. So,
0: and what's, uh, what's the web uh, page? Uh,
5: MikeMull.com.
0: Okay, cool. So let's just
5: go there, check us out. Instagram is Michael Custom Guitars. Facebook, you know, Michael's Custom Guitars, Um and you can check us out on all those, all social. You know, uh, send us, you know, email, uh, you yeah. can call us. We're we're pretty open here. Like it's, uh, you'll call and be able to really, you know, talk. You know, it, it won't be like there's no automated system. You know, it's well,
0: it, it it's um again, and I'm sure all of us, you know condolences. And I met your dad a couple of times and was just so nice and kind. And, and I just love the, the honor, the way that you guys are going on. And and it's it's incredible. And I know that, you know, there was a big hole in the community because your dad was just such a, um, again, just being such a sweetheart of a guy and nice and just with his knowledge base and just being open about it. Like, this is what I do and, and just taking care of people. And, and again, I just... Um, I think it's fantastic. And I just love that you guys are, are going on and it's, and the way you're doing it is very honorable and you're, you're keeping it alive the way that he would have. So, you know, sorry, I'm getting a little, he ugh. was, the, uh, yeah. he was, yeah. he was my friend. Yeah. He was
1: my
5: I friend. Thought, honestly, that's, you know, not to get so uh, personal, but I'll share a really quick story. I mean, yeah. um, before, before my dad passed, you know, we were talking about a lot of different things and, and one of the, you know, things that he said verbatim, uh, he was, you know, we were having that discussion that nobody wants to have, but like, what if, you know, kind of things. And, um, he said, well, you know, like what'll happen to all my, uh, friends, okay. literally that's, that's, and I was like, you mean like your, like your friends or like, he's like, yeah, like all my friends, all my, all my customers, all like, that's how he considered everybody. Whether you were just. You know, somebody who's bringing in a brand new, just learning guitar or bass, and you know, starter guitar, and like, I don't know how to play this. And we look at the action, and it's like off the fretboard, you know, basic setup stuff. Or it was, you know, top level musician who tours the world. It was he was the same with his time with everybody, and that's that's still the same vibe that we have here. Like, you know, whether you we get questions sometimes with the guys like, I'm sorry, this is kind of a dumb question, but on like a few days, should I get this? And I'm a little shy about it, you know? Yeah. And we're like, we're not here to make, to, to be like pompous about who we are. Like we just love making instruments and making good quality tools that people can use. And, and we'll always keep that same vibe to, to honor him. And I don't know, one little quick thing, not to yeah. get so emotional, but this is a, this is my dad's personal, uh, T4 oh, that he's had for 24 years. Oh, wow. Aztec gold, you know, mint green pickards, the Brazilian rose with fretboard on it. So Ooh,
3: that.
5: this one is seven one one.
3: It's newer than Tony's.
5: It's newer than Tony's, man. You got an older bit than my dad's first I moment.
1: have an old one, yeah.
5: <laughs> but, you know, one of the things you can see, I don't know if you can see it here, but it's it's got some – I love it. And, yeah. and you know, some real relics. We didn't yeah. just throw this on the pavement uh, and say <laughs> it's relic. Um, but uh, he, one of the things that he would do in the shop is he would hang it up, and anybody who had any questions about, like, you know, hey, I'm kind of going for this sound. He go, we'll just try this out. Sure. And And he's just his personal instrument. And I just, you know, it was it was at home during the shutdowns. I was like, if that thing, there was some stuff happening in Seattle, and there was. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Yep. I was like, we took all the instruments home. I was like, I can't have anything at it's priceless to me personally, right? Um, but after we opened back up, I was like, I'm gonna keep. I-, I want people to be able to play it because that's what my dad wanted. That's he didn't care if it got dinged up. It would yeah. have, Like more character to it, you know. So everybody who wants to play it. They'll be like, Oh, take oh.
4: yeah,
5: it off, to, dude! Just play it, man! Like, go ahead. So. It's it's just a cool thing that you know, it's kind of our, our little you know little piece of him that we
0: have. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I love that, and I'm sure just you know, just uh, yeah, to play it and hold it probably like, just get some energy from it. You know, it's just rad. Oh, yeah. So every day, man, I
5: I literally play it every day. These guys in the test would all come in here to make sure all the pieces are you know just still
0: sure in good working order. Yeah, sure. uh, <laughs> oh, man. and every day i play that i love that that's awesome guys man. well
2: tony just uh you remember we met at mike's booth and
1: mm-hmm. how i first met john was at mike's booth wow oh. so i knew john online and me being as physical as i am and like, i was talking mike.
2: to mike at the time trying out a bass and this gorilla attacks me from the back. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've never met John in person, right? I've never met him in person. And I just, I grabbed him from behind.
2: <laughs> oh, the And he was like, hey, look
1: at this guy. And I was like, who the hell is this?
0: <laughs> oh, we love it, we love it. That's man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: great. Well, guys, thanks so much, you know? Yeah,
2: thank you. Really,
0: it, it means a lot, guys. we we, Yeah, this means a lot. Thank you for for joining us. And on a personal
1: level, it means a shit ton to me,
0: you know? Yeah, me hey, hey, too. Seriously, guys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. At this point, we sign off, but we keep talking shit. We just say bye to the audience. So right. Start We're talking
5: gnarly
0: shit about both of us. All kinds of shit. Exactly. So, man, Tom, Spencer, thank you so much mikelull.com, Mike Lull Instruments, Lull Instruments. Um, we love you guys, and we're sending I love, you love guys up there. Be safe during all this bullshit craziness. But hang on, we're still gonna talk shit. Big bottom. We'll talk to you guys later, and let me stop the.